This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much as always for joining me. It's very much appreciated. I hope that you've had a good start to your week. So Monday treated you well. It's uh, it's genuinely great that uh, I look back on yesterday's show and thought, you know, we're going we're gonna to set ourselves a challenge. We're going to set ourselves a challenge and see how long we can keep it going for, you know. Because during yesterday's show, if you watched it, you will very much know that we did a 1,000-like challenge. Because the international break is like, it's dull, it's boring. It's it's good to have a break sometimes. You know, it's good to escape from the rigours of, of an Arsenal season uh, and all of the challenges that it brings. But uh, I tell you what, it, it, it can be pretty dull. It can be pretty darn dull. So we're on day two. Day one, we did it. We got over a thousand likes. Well, over a thousand. I think we got over one thousand one hundred likes in the end, and it was a great day and a great achievement for all involved. So, thank you to everybody that committed to the cause. Can we go two days in a row? The, the challenge is how long can we keep this going throughout the international break? That that is the challenge. Can the idea of doing a full international break with a thousand likes a day is, frankly, I don't think it's ever been done. I don't think it can be done. I want to know if you guys can get us there. So let's see how long we can keep this going for. So make sure you drop a smash that like button, <laughs> as they say. And uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see if we can keep it going. I'll remind you a little bit later on the show as well. Uh, right. Let's get into today's stories just after we've, of course, said good morning to those that have joined us live in the chat box. Um, yes, YouTube has mugged everybody off and uh, <laughs> there is no way that uh, we're going to be able to see all of you in here. But uh, old Dave, Jalali, Pikahoo, Black Shine, we've got Jimbo and uh, Rich, Matt G, Paul, 
uh, Mr. Ree, we've got Grantley Poos, we've got uh, Marcus, we've got Louis. Uh, good morning to who else have we got scrolling down the chat box a bit more. I think people get to these conversations. So I'm trying to find new people. Uh, Vala, good morning to you. Uh, good morning to uh, Amberly to Ipung Ipung 90, which is means something. Uh, Strong, good morning to you. Uh, we got big gas guy in the chat as well. Gas man, there's a lot of gas man and gas guys in the chat, it seems. Um, gassing things up in the chat. Well, uh, gas up that like button is, is what I would say. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I really appreciate everyone that continues to support the channel. It means uh, the world. But, uh, yeah, let's jump into the chat, shall we, and uh, tackle today's story. So, yesterday, uh, I wrote a piece about the Arsenal balloting system. You may have noticed that over the weekend that there was some discussions around the ballots. And in my opinion, it got a bit too intense for me. Like it was some of the, the accusations that were flying around were not okay. Just simply not okay. Because some people were taking it upon themselves to use this frustration that surrounds the um you know the frustration that surrounds the uh the the ballot system and the lack of tickets sorry the, the frustration that surrounds the lack of tickets to attack the ballot system and not only attack the ballot system but attack foreign fans fans that are going from anywhere it could be within the uk it could be outside of the uk uh fans that specifically don't live in a local area around the arsenal spend their own money and their time going to support the club um, and get labelled as tourists, right? Um, and this word tourist, you're starting to see pop up a lot on social media. And I don't mind saying it here because I think it is what it is, but I think there's a real danger of a growing sense of xenophobia growing around this problem. I, I genuinely believe that it is that because... You can't start just labelling people who aren't local, that don't live nearby, as tourist fans. So, you know, and I wrote in the piece, like, and you can read it on the Football London website on my page. You know, I, I visited Chicago earlier this year. I went to Chicago Gooners uh, event, um, Guna, Guna Palooza, which I actually wore the T-shirt from yesterday in the show, um, and witnessed with my own eyes, thousands of miles away from N7, the passion, the excitement, and the support um, that those guys and girls put put on the line and, and experience every single game—it's amazing. I had the pleasure of, of, of seeing Dilly and Kale from uh, from the Chicago Gooners this week, uh, last weekend at the game for this uh, for the Sevilla match, um, and it's just it just frustrates me because this fan base is global. The only reason that we're as a successful club as we are is because of its fan base as well, and that fan base is incredibly. Um, diverse. And I thought that, you know, the image that I use for the article, which you can see on the screen, if you haven't seen it and you're listening on catch up, I recommend hopping over to, to the football.london website and giving that article a read where you'll be able to see that photo. There's a reason why all of those images are on the Emirates Stadium, all those supporter clubs, all those different countries that help support the club, all those different um, organizations. And it's just so upsetting, I think, sometimes to see so many people like just can't put that selfish greed of, of a ticket aside for a second to consider that they are as entitled to a ticket as anybody else. You know, I really hate, I really hate the whole loyalty thing. I empathize with it. I empathize with fans that are frustrated that they've been going for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And now because Arsenal are good, there's a lot more people that want tickets. 
and therefore they can't get hold of one. That is just the way of the world, I'm afraid. It's supply and demand. It's what happens. And loyalty is not always measured about how long you've been going to something because it can sometimes just be an accident of birth. Why is somebody that's been going for 20 years more entitled to a ticket that has only just turned to the age in which they're now able to buy a ticket themselves? And why should that person not be allowed to go over somebody else just because they were born at a later date than them? I don't agree with it. I don't think it's right. And I don't think it's um, the way forwards. And that's why I think the ballot system, even though it's not perfect, and there are certainly things that I think need to be done to help make it fairer, like cool down periods, for instance. So if you get a ticket, you know, you can't say get a ticket for the next three games because it gives a chance for somebody else to go to the game. I think that's a fairer way of doing it. And maybe that's something they could use to, to help it. But it, what it does do, what the ballot system does do, is it's opened up a greater, diverse opportunity for supporters. And also a situation whereby, you know, teachers, nurses, people that have worked nine to five jobs in other professions that could not sit around and sit in the queue for tickets that were never able to get a ticket because of the old system, this system allows them to do that. You know, and this season allows them to, uh, to to get their hands potentially on a ticket that otherwise they wouldn't have been able to with the old system. So uh, for me, I'm happy with the ballot system. I say that as somebody obviously that doesn't use it. And I think it's important to say that because at the moment, I'm fortunate enough to be able to go to games without it. But I think if I was a, you know, a match going fan, that whilst I would probably be end up frustrated that I wasn't able to get a ticket uh, for a plenty of games, um, that this is the fairest way to do it. And you've got to think of it in that sense. But the article's on the website if you want to go read it. Moving on to our next story after quite a long um, assessment of that first matter. Gabriel Jesus has indeed travelled for, I don't know why I spelled it that way, uh, <laughs> travelled for uh, the games for Brazil uh, during the uh, during the break. Uh, he's going to be, hopefully, they're hoping he'll be involved in some way, in some sense, uh, for the game against Argentina. So I guess that we will have to... Uh, have to wait and see if that turns out to be the case. Mikel Arteta was very dismissive of the idea of Gabriel Jesus um, being involved with the Brazilian national side, but Simon Collins initially reported this yesterday of the Evening Standard that Gabriel Jesus has indeed travelled. Um, whether or not he's involved, I guess we will have to wait and see. But uh, I guess it's kind of it's it's something it's something positive in a way because if he's been called up, there's there's a real. Uh, hope that maybe he uh, is close to a return. I hope that he doesn't play. Um, I hope that he isn't involved with Brazil in any way. And if Arteta says he's not ready, I believe him. So, yeah, let's let's wait and see uh, with Gabriel Jesus. But he has indeed flown for Brazil's games ahead of, I think, World Cup qualification. Now, Martin Odegaard, as we know, has been out for some extended period of time. And Arsenal confirmed on their website yesterday uh, more of the reason behind that decision uh, in a statement that read out regarding all of the 17 players that would be travelling for the international break, which does not include now Martin Odegaard. Um, it says, uh, Martin Odegaard has withdrawn from international duty with Norway to allow him time to recover from a recent concussion and ongoing hip issue. So that gives you an explanation as to why Odegaard has been missing for some period of time. Concussions are serious. Um, it's not a case of you've been hit in the head and it takes a couple of days to recover. Every situation, every case of concussions are different and can be different. Um, and so uh, it's always important to manage them very, very carefully. Uh, I recommend doing research into the topic if you're a little uh, out of the know about what concussions can do to people. So uh, please do go and do that. Um, hopefully he's fine. He's always been treated by 
uh, top professionals in the game. And hopefully we see Odegaard back on the field as soon as feeds possible. But he's not going to be with the national side. Arteta was hopeful that he might be back after the international break. But of course, we've seen a number of other players uh, leave for their games. Uh, Alexander Zinchenko, of course, uh, goes to play Italy in what is a massive game against Jorginho. Uh, that's going to be very, very interesting indeed. Jakub Kivior has gone off to play uh, for Poland in their games. Alex Runasun is, of course, on loan at Cardiff. He's gone to play for Iceland as well. Gabriel Martinelli, Gabriel Jesus, as we mentioned, and Gabriel Magalash all off to play for Brazil as they play against Colombia and Argentina. Takahiro Tomiyasu and Mohamed Elneny are representing their nations, Japan and Egypt, respectively. Ramsdale, Rice and Saka have all been called up to the England squad as well. Whilst Belgium have already qualified uh, for their uh, from their group, uh, we have seen Leandro Trossard be called up once again. William Saliba also playing for France. David Rea playing for Spain. Maybe he can get some opportunities to play as well. And Carl Hein is obviously once again playing for Estonia with Kai Havertz involved with Germany. So there you go. That's all of our call-ups for the international break. Uh, and lastly, our headline story of the day in an interview with our good friend of the show, Sophie Nicolau, uh, and Kev Campbell on the Highbury squad. Uh, Nick Ramsdale, Aaron Ramsdale's father, joined uh, our favourite pair once again for another podcast in which they had a very honest conversation. Um, and I recommend, if you haven't yet watched the show, to go and watch it um, to get the full context. You know, it's always difficult sometimes to just read off quotes from articles and things like that. Um, and trying to provide context in the written word is difficult um and so therefore i always recommend you go and watch the original source um from uh, from the show yesterday so please do in fact I'll, after the show's finished i'll leave a link i'll add a link down to the today's description but um it was a difficult watch it really really was um because nick is obviously as a father um that attachment is unlike no other um you know you, you can't I, I'll, I haven't experienced it myself yet because i'm not yet uh, a parent but i can certainly imagine that when you see your son being criticized by the likes of jamie Carragher and, and others and he talked about that and he explained it really really well um what that's like but he also talked about how his son is um at the moment and the the the, the words that hit me the most is when he said that he's lost that smile that those words were really hard to to listen to um and he also talked a lot about um kind of the situation he asked kevin campbell if he was told when he was dropped from the arsenal team what the reason behind it was to which kev was saying no and it was you know ian wright came in and then he had to react to that and he learned a lot from from both ian wright and alan smith and became kind of an option of and in between the two, uh, with lots of different characteristics and varieties of, of abilities, and it, it helped him, and it became a better player because of it. I guess we'll wait and see. Now, I did an article uh, summarising a lot of the quotes, not all of them, but summarising as many as I could, uh, and put that out yesterday with my own opinion at the end of it as well, and tweeted it, to which the response to it, you know, it made me a bit sad, really, um, to read the responses. To give you kind of my thoughts and feelings, I think David Raya is statistically and is showing to be a better goalkeeper in this short space of time and the small comparisons that we've had. And there's clearly a reason why Arsenal went out and tried to sign him initially and, of course, tried to sign him now. And even though it's not been perfect uh, and, and errors have been made and there's been question marks about Raya, um, the idea of that signing is to progress the team forward, is to upgrade the squad, is to try and make the squad better. And I can't begrudge the club of ever doing that. That's what I want the club to do. 
I want the club to be ruthless. I want the club to make tough decisions. I want the club to make decisions that are for the best of the club's progression and compatibility and competitivity. I want them to make those decisions that is right for the team. And football is a tough sport for individuals, for players, and players sometimes lose their spot. Um, and that is the reality. But I have empathy for Ramsdale. I really, I have empathy for him. You know, I feel sorry for the guy. I really do. And I think it's fine to have those feelings. But my goodness me, the lack of empathy that there is and that exists um, today is, is really sad. Um, and the reactions to that tweet that I put out and the jokes that people were making, considering, you know, when you hear things like a player has lost his smile, it's, it's not a nice thing um, to hear at all. And so to, for people to take those words and to twist them and to use them in comedic fashion, it's just just shows you kind of the state of affairs that I think we live in today, really. You know, that lack of empathy. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it was really sad reading through some of the quote tweets and the responses to that. Um, but I'm not I'm not surprised uh, in any way, shape or form that, they, that those responses, of course, did come through. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that you can empathise with him, that you can feel sorry for Ramsdale and that you think maybe that there are some question marks um, about some of the decisions. Um, at the same time, thinking that the decision that we've made to bring in Raya and to try and improve the goalkeeper position is also the right decision for Arsenal. You know, I personally didn't agree with the Champions League selection of goalkeepers. I think it would have made sense for Aaron Ramsdale to play the Champions League group games. I think it would have created far less of a discussion. I think it would have created far less of a situation of rivalry. I think it would have created a better environment for both goalkeepers to compete against one another. I think that was a bit of an oversight. In my opinion, I think that starting Ramsdale in those Champions League games would have been the right and, and the better decision. I don't think that the goalkeepers playing in those group stage games changed the result whatsoever, to be fair. Uh, I mean, Raya has made some mistakes in those Champions League games, of course, as we know. And we've got off a little bit lightly, but we didn't in the Lons game. And so, therefore, I, I don't think there was any reason not to play Ramsdale in those if you wanted to make Raya the Premier League keeper. But I've gone over that before, and I'm not going to go into it too deep, too much detail again. But that's... That's my that's my thoughts on the situation. If you want to go and watch the whole interview, as I said, you can go and do that on the Highbury squads and the interview with Nick Ramsdale is there. So, uh, yeah, I recommend going and watching it. Right. Uh, and yes, Jean points this out. Nick Ramsdale also asked us to support Raya. I'm very impressed by the Ramsdale family and honestly think they're team players. So, Jean, really important point and really important bit of context to add to that interview is that, Nick, it wasn't like a saltiness that came across at all. It was just an emotional response to his son losing his place. And I think, obviously, there is a real emphasis on celebrating what Raya is doing and supporting Raya and Ramsdale certainly doing that. Um, and that none of this should be on Raya. And, and there is also, I think, sympathy that is in Raya's direction because he's coming into a, a place in a team where Ramsdale had an incredibly strong cult following, a hugely likable character and still does. And still has that massive following as well that who really like him. But if you're a goalkeeper that's then in the in the net and your own fans are chanting chanting the name of the other goalkeeper, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's okay. I don't think that's right. I don't think people should do that. Um, that's not supportive of your own player. You know, you might be supporting one, but you're completely undermining the other in a game that they're playing. So, yeah, not okay. Not okay. Anyway, let's go to part two, shall we? And tackle some of your questions right after this. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. 
Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, right, let's go into the chat botch. Chat botch? Tap, chat botch. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've botched that right up is what I've done. Uh, Shane says, Ramsdale is still the number one in my opinion. Uh, The amount of outrageous world-class saves he has made in the past few years have been insane. I don't quite have that faith yet. In Raya, fair enough. Ondavoli says he's not a kid. Talk about missing the point. (laughs) Have you seen that? My favourite gif at the moment is um, it's a guy throwing a ball. And on the ball, it just says the words, the point. And he throws them at his pet dog. And as the dog runs past, just completely misses the ball. (laughs) <laughs> falls to the floor with a little caption of you alongside the dog. And I think that probably represents uh, a lot of people in this situation. It's just missing the point completely. Um, Mel says, that all or nothing clip of Ramsdale's fuming conceding a goal shows his mentality. I rate that type of mentality. And Raya or Ramsdale, whatever is best for Arsenal, I'm all for it. And this is this is the thing. is that it, it It's difficult when it becomes a rivalry. It becomes like people taking sides. I don't think there's any sides for me. My side is Arsenal. I'm an Arsenal fan. I want what's best for the club. I can have an opinion on it for sure, but it's always going to be about making sure that you're doing what is best for the club. Uh, on Soup says, could it be that Arteta is just done with Ramsdale? We've seen in the past how when Arteta is done with the player that they are just frozen out. I don't think it's the same because obviously he signed Ramsdale. He clearly wanted Ramsdale. And Nick was explaining in the show yesterday that, you know, he, that's what he was certainly told, that he he wanted Ramsdale. Um and uh, I think that obviously Arteta is making decisions that he thinks is trying to improve the team on an individual basis, which is what he should be doing, quite rightly. Um, but saying he's done with it, I hope he's brought Raya in because he clearly likes Raya and he thinks he's a goalkeeper that can take Arsenal forwards. But also he's done it because he thinks he's going to push Ramsdale to be a better keeper himself. And that ultimately, in the end, one of these two will probably come out on top. My money's probably on Raya, you know, right now is the one coming out on top because it just seems that the way it's going. Um, so, yeah, let's wait and see. Ondavoli says, yeah, but he's an adult. Oh, for goodness sake. Like, can I explain something to you very clearly? I never had therapy when I was a kid. Not once. When I was under the age of 18, never had therapy once in my life. Had sad times, had really awful situations happen to me. Never had therapy. Do you know when I did have therapy? When I was well into my 20s. That's when I had therapy. When I was at the end of my career of teaching, 
and I really needed to get some help because my mental state wasn't in a great place and I wasn't happy and I was miserable, I reached out as an adult to get that help. It doesn't matter what age you are. This whole stiff upper lip, you know, keep your chin up. It's bullshit. Well, that was close. <laughs> it's bollocks is what it is. Like saying that you, those words, he's an adult, keep your chin up, man up. This type of this type of language is what's eroded so much kindness around this sport and in society as well. I'm sorry, but the whole he's not a kid, he's an adult, you have to deal with it. No, like, yes, in the sense of he's going to have to crack on. You know, and, and you know, it's not going to change because of this interview. It's not going to change because he's not in a great place. Um, but to turn around and respond in that fashion, it's just so lacking of empathy and a big, big cause of why we've got so much pain and suffering in this world today. Um, Answer says, uh, I don't think him saying support Raya after dropping that uh, bombshell about him losing his smile. There is also a divide and this just makes it worse for both players. Um I don't I don't think it's wild to have an opinion that thinks that the interview will obviously maybe cause some uh cause more discussion, cause more divide, more people taking sides. Um and it's it's important to point out, you know, that that I think you know, making the decision to do that interview is 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 on them, you know. It's uh so that that's important. But it's uh, it's a discussion point now, and so that's why we're talking about it. Uh, Jayco says, some of the reaction has been extremely inconsiderate. Absolutely. Jake says, don't let idiots in the chat get you about their lack of mental health, uh, lack of care for mental health. Uh, every adult should have therapy, in my opinion, and people forget footballers are humans, and it's a job, the abuse they get. Now, the first, the first time I ever got to speak to one of the Arsenal players for my job was in a conversation with both Granit Xhaka and Aaron Ramsdale. We, we spoke during the press um, brief, not briefing, but kind of press junket, if you like, uh, for the All or Nothing Amazon series. And I travelled up to London Colney to speak with Granite Xhaka and Aaron Ramsdale with a number of other journalists. And at the start, it was just Aaron. It was just Aaron on his own, and then Granite joined us a little bit later on. And one of the things that he said was those exact words, is that we are human as well. And Aaron's, Aaron comes across as a guy who's very much in touch with his humanity, with his emotions, with his feelings. Um, and it comes across in a really, really positive way. And so when people say like, you know, they, it's, they treat them like they are names on their video games. And I think people that constantly play FIFA and Football Manager in some ways, you do lose that because they are just names on a screen. They are just avatars on a, on a computer game. And you do start to forget that these are human beings as well. And quite rightly, that should come into everybody's thinking when you're making assessments and judgments of them in the same context that this sport that we live in as well. Um, let's go to GameShot says, hi, Charles. I'm not Charles. Why is it? I said that happened the other day. Someone called me Charles. <laughs> Look, Charles is a great guy. But, uh, you know, <laughs> anyway, GameShot says, hi, Charles. Uh, good morning. Jorginho was a temporary solution in losing him. Xhaka, El Nenny, and maybe Partey in the summer. Shouldn't we get someone more experienced in midfield? More FDJ rather than Fafana. Frankie de Jong, uh, I assume that is. Um, on the midfield, you know, I think that Jorginho was obviously and indeed a temporary solution in some ways. The depth, not necessarily to Xhaka, but certainly the depth in the in the midfield that we needed to bring in. Uh, should we get someone more experienced? I don't necessarily think it has to be someone like in their 30s. Um, but what I do think is that we need to bring in somebody that's got you know good experience on an international level. And Yusuf Fafana is already playing for the French national side at a good level. So 
I like Fafana. Yes, Frankie de Jong would be a great addition if you could do it, but I don't know how feasible that is. So yes. Uh, Legend says, does therapy even work? I can't tell you that it's going to work for you. That's not something that I can guarantee you. I can absolutely recommend it. And I can say that it's something that I think people should try. And I also think there is always going to be an element of you have to find the right therapist at the same time as well for you. You might have one experience of it and it, the person that you did it with, it wasn't right for you. I'd recommend going and, and trying it again to find somebody else. But I can't promise you that it always works. No, not at all. But it is certainly something that I would always, always recommend for people that are struggling with their mental health and need somebody to talk to and feel like nobody's listening to them. Um, please go and seek out that help. Uh, Louis says, what is the clause on Raya's contract? Does he have to hit a certain amount of appearances and hence why he's getting a lot of game time? I don't know is the honest answer. All I know is that there is an option for it to be activated. There's an expectation, I'm aware, from the Brentford side that it will be activated. That's certainly my understanding is that from the Brentford side of things, they are expecting that to be activated. So um, I'd be very surprised if Raya's deal is not fully completed and signed uh, in the coming months ahead of that window. So there you go. Um, let's go to Aaron says, Charles, are you wearing a Tom Canton mask? Yes. So Charles Watts is actually me. It's been me the whole time. Just this is a revelation. Uh, it's been very convincing because we've managed to be in the same place at the same time on a number of occasions. Um, but yes, we are one and the same. <laughs> um let's go to trevor says he hasn't a contract he's on loan for two different uh for he's on loan two different things indeed uh he's on loan but there is that op uh, option for him to become a, a permanent player which is obviously um i think will be activated so there you go old Dave says maybe what's heard you got a thousand likes and is jealous i don't think charles has any reason to be jealous of anything here but speaking of that uh, as i mentioned at the start of the show yesterday we set you guys the challenge of getting us to a thousand likes uh, in as many days of the international break as we could and on day one we got well over a thousand likes so thank you ever so much everybody for helping with that cause and that means that we need to push ahead with this campaign so I need those thumbs up in the chat box. I need you pressing that like button. We need to prove that it can be done. We need to prove that we have got one of the most dedicated listenerships in all of Arsenal's YouTube sphere and that we can maintain this consistency across this international break. That is our challenge. That is what we need to try and to achieve. So if you haven't already dropped a like on the video, please make sure you do and you help us continue to push forward with our challenge. What we did yesterday, we got to about 350, 400 likes during the live show we can try and hit that, that again it'd be great but obviously those listening on catch up those listening on audio platforms hop over to youtube drop a like on the video and if you're on our audio platforms on spotify you can leave a five-star review on itunes you can leave a five-star rating and a written review as well uh thank you uh, to everyone um game shot says everyone missed the goodly morning anyway so i would love to hear what some players you would think would suit us both in exciting players such as fafana and frankie de Jong's. Uh, you're doing a great job thanks mate um i think that Fafana suits the Arsenal style because he's so versatile. He can play six, he can play eight. He's physical, he's progressive. Uh, he's got a great pass with the ball. He, he gets into the box when he wants to. I think he's got all the characteristics of a Mikel Arteta type player. And so that's why I like him so much. Aneto, I think I like him a lot because of his speed, his invertedness, his versatility. Again, a lot of characteristics that you like from a forward in a Mikel Arteta team. Um, Nino says, I'm up at 2.30 a.m. in Chicago to watch you. If that's not a dedication, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ninos, you and uh, you and a lot of others. I'm very appreciative to our, our uh, Western uh, side of the world listeners um, who are very dedicated to watching the shows. And uh, I always say to people, you know, you can catch up. You, uh, you can watch them uh, when you wake up in the morning, but obviously you won't be in the chat box, which is uh, 
uh, I know what people like tuning in for, but uh, yeah, I always say you need to get your sleep sometimes. It's important. It's very important to life. Um, Amira says, do you think Ramsdale's new contract just months before signing Raya has made things feel worse than it should be? We all want ruthlessness, but is there a sense of betrayal? Raya was an opportunity. At the time that that contract was signed, it is impossible to know whether or not Arsenal had plans on signing Raya because when that contract was signed, there was not an indication that Raya was on the market this, and that Brentford were looking to, to really cash in on him. Yes, there'd been links to Spurs. Yes, there'd been links to even Bayern Munich, I think. Um, but there was not necessarily like this obvious um, idea that Arsenal in particular were going to be going after him. So when that contract was signed, I don't think anyone was really in the know. I hope that it wasn't signed uh, with the knowledge that they were then going to go and sign a number one because I'm not sure how well that sits with me. But also at the same time, they are doing it to protect the club's long-term financial interest because if he's under a long-term contract and he's sold, Arsenal are going to have to get a good fee to get to let him go. So that's obviously part of it too. So it's very important to to balance that discussion and, and have those points of view. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't think that there's a, a conflict there. And at least I hope that there, there isn't. Um, Jale says, Tom, rubbish question. Apologies, but the Maharishi shirts, are they are they true to size? Do they fit like the kits? I think so. They're just like the normal. Yeah, I think they're like kits. I don't want to say something and then it'd be a disappointment to you. I can only go off what I, my body type. I bought a large and it's very it fits very well. Um, so that's, that's all I can say. Uh, but yeah. Um, Jason, uh, uh, I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, there's a lot of eyes, so many eyes. Uh, Jason, Jason says, uh, Tom, I'm up in Jamaica at 3 a.m. to watch you as well. Thank you for your dedication. It's very much appreciated. People are just going to try and like, what not, what never. I'm at 2:30 a.m. I'm at 3 a.m. I'm at 4 a.m. I'm at 23 o'clock. Right, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, King says, uh, Tom isn't Rambo's dad interview going to make it worse. Lost uh, thing, uh, last thing the club or Rambo need is, is more highlighting of the drama. I think it can go one of two ways. I really think it will go one of two ways. Uh, I don't know if it's going to help or if it's not going to help. Um, I think, you know, I don't think Arteta is necessarily going to want that being out there, but I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see, King. We're going to have to wait and see. Um, Ollie says, I'm sorry, but the Ramsdale, uh, the Lambsdale, Ramsdale PR every single day is killing me. How have people still not moved on? I guess, Ollie, because there's an attachment with the player. People really like Ramsdale, that have really liked what he's did, that have that empathy for him as a player and helping us get back into the Champions League, to which he's then not been able to be given an opportunity to play in yet. So I think there's a lot of empathy and you know, real attachment to the player. And you got you got to be willing to accept that other people are going to have different points of view, that people aren't going to see it the same way as you. And so that's why there is still a discussion about it. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um, let's go to JKO. says, Tom, up at 8 a.m. to watch you. <laughs> are you and plenty others, mate? Yes. Uh, Maggie says, Tom, have you seen some of the suggestions online about trying Saliba up front? Justification is that he's tall, strong and good with his feet. Um, I haven't, Matt, but I'm entirely unsurprised that that, that is the case. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's hilarious, really, what people want to throw into different positions just to change something about centre-forward. Saliba, stay where you are, my friend. Stay at centre-back. You're doing an amazing job, and Trossard's doing a great job at centre-forward at the moment, and I hope that continues. And when Jesus comes back, hopefully we see 
uh, more from him as well. Um, Akea says, uh, what injury does Partey have this time? It feels like Timber will play more games this season. Um, potentially, yeah. Uh, Tim, uh, Partey's injury, I'm not 100% sure. It was a groin injury he suffered before this one. And then in, I'm not sure if it's calf or something um, specific, but he's had to undergo a procedure for it. So, you know, it was relatively serious because he had to, to go in for a procedure for the injury. So hopefully it fixes it. Hopefully he recovers quickly. But uh, yeah, it's it's obviously a big frustration. And, you know, you, you might not even be that wrong about Timber maybe playing more games in the end. But Timber is still not expected back until the earliest, like March time, unless something miraculous happens. And the latest could be like May, maybe even later than that. So he may be out all season. We're going to have to wait and see about that. Um, Giuseppe says it's 7 p.m. here in Australia. Um, who would a number six that you'd want to see if Partey is needed? Right. Chat box. Who is the number six? That I'd want to see if Partey is sold. L together now, because <laughs> I've said it so many times. Um, Yusuf Afana is that player. Uh, Brad says, Arteta's comments about day-to-day focus sound like it's the do-the-day-to-day training better than you play. We don't see that stuff. It's not betrayal. Uh, and I think this is, you know, without a doubt, um, you know, the, the, the right answer, because it's always going to be that Arteta sees what's going on in training way more than what we see. Way more than what we see. We, we only see what happens in games and in interviews. Arteta's with these guys every single day. He sees them nearly every single day. And because of that, we don't have that side of the of the context to the debate, to the argument, to the assessment. You know, And that does make it easier. But what we can do is judge on what we see. And I see two very good goalkeepers is, is the bottom line. Two very good goalkeepers, Ben Ayoun and Villa. I shouldn't have said that. You'd Cockerland, yep, Kante, I see, yes. <laughs> I don't know why I rely on you guys for any sensibility at all, I really don't. Uh, Josh says, which player in our squad do you think could theoretically play the most positions? Tommy and Zinni are very versatile, but Saliba could probably do a job anywhere. Uh, I think the Zinchenko and Tommy Asu are the obvious picks. Uh, I think they are the obvious choice. I think Declan Rice is another good one. I reckon he could play almost anywhere. So, yeah, I think you've got those guys. Plus, wingers. You know, wingers can play fullback. They can play attack in midfield. They can play centre-forward. So, wingers are also a good shout. Saka used to play left-back, of course, too. So, that's worth bearing in mind. Um, let's go to Mel says, Tom, is it true that people at Arsenal watch Arsenal content creators, especially on YouTube? I'm just curious how the media team feel watching some mad reactions available on YouTube. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, yeah, people at Arsenal, players, they watch stuff. They they see stuff. Um, it's, they're not, or they, you know, they might be encouraged to to steer clear of it and to not take any notice of the criticisms and the assessments and the critiques and all of this stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. They watch it. Yeah, for sure. Um, Boss Bullard says, um, Tom, is it true that Saliba used to be a striker? Yes, it is. Uh, he did indeed when he was very young. He played uh, He played at centre forwards. And that was when he was really young, like developing. So uh, very, very different indeed. Uh, Igbo says, Tom, when are you going to become a father? It's taking too long. Regards to Mrs. Canton. <laughs> Where's this pressure? Where's this come from? All of a sudden, I now mean to become a dad. Uh, when it happens, it happens, you know. I'm a, it's no pressure. No pressure at all. I lost two years in my 20s to COVID um, and lockdown. I want to enjoy the, uh, the youth that I have still left. <laughs> I can imagine people asking. To be fair, I do say to people that all questions are welcome. So I suppose I can't complain too much. But I love that Igbo's first 
contribution to the chat today is that <laughs> incredible scenes um is this the real ben white in the comment section therefore oh no not a chance not a chance I, ben white doesn't like football he's not gonna be watching the channel not at all um let's go to granny pooses tom if we get 10 days of 1k likes will you do the whacka whacka song I was expecting this question to be asked. No, if we get ten, if we get ten days of of one k likes, I will. Ha- I think I think something will need to happen. Maybe I'll like release the tickets early or something for the live event. That might be what we do, but because uh, they were going to come out at the end of the month. But maybe maybe we'll release the tickets early for the uh, for the live event next year. That might be what we do. But uh, yeah, let's make sure we keep going, guys. You always get those likes up for the show. Um, incredible scenes you still getting us to 1k likes yesterday was an achievement in itself so yeah keep smashing that like button um let's go to boom, 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 boom. uh pokemon ghost Bella says tom i think we need a serious conversation about the weather why what's wrong with the weather what's wrong with the weather you're trying to make me talk about more random rubbish <laughs> uh Bruce says uh raya coming in is more tactical and makes me believe that we'll go for a tall center forward no wonder he got Havertz, and there are talks about tony he doesn't trust ramsdale with that long-range kicking what's interesting is that we say he doesn't trust Ra- raya or ramsdale whoever with long-range kicking but arteta's entire philosophy of goalkeepers is to pass short is to go short is to not kick long so it is interesting that we talk a lot about having a big tall striker because we've got a goalkeeper who's going to kick long but the idea is that we aren't going to do that and that it's about keeping the ball on the floor. Really, really, really difficult. Really difficult to know if that's the right way forward. Anyway, let us know what you think um, about any of the things that we've discussed today um, and in the show. It's been very much appreciated for you all joining me, as always. Um, wow, triple seven uh, number of viewers right now. Great number. Um, and uh, yeah, please do. Uh, please do tune in and uh, continue to to watch continue to to like and and help us on our way to 1k um and uh, i will see you of course tomorrow uh, for another update around the club around what's going on in the next 24 hours it seems the international break is not letting us down with some crazy news so uh stay tuned stay in touch and of course you can check out that article that i wrote on both aaron ramsdale's interview with sophie on the hybrid squad and of course the uh the ticket ballot system controversy uh go and check it out it's worth it Uh, but thank you so much for listening i'll see you all tomorrow morning have a fantastic day and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.